0: Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to finish up the top 10 most wanted recruits, according to Joseph Hastings of On Three. So, looking forward to that. Also, going to have a little rant on uh, the Brian Harson podcast and see if you agree with me. So, we're going to talk about all that and more when it comes to Locked On Bama.
1: Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide,
0: part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good, good. 60 days, and we are practicing football. Oh, yeah. I love how you always have, like, some kind of day thing. Like, yeah, I do. 28 days to where, you know, talking about uh, who's going to be starting. <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. Um, guess birthday, is.
1: Uh, it's a long more than uh, 10 days from now. Thank goodness. I've had enough birthdays.
0: I need to I slow them down. want to thank everybody for making Locked on Bama the first place you listen when it comes to Alabama podcast. Jimmy, let's continue with the countdown. You want to do the Brian Harson podcast talk first or you want to do the top? Hey, anything you want. You host the hell out of this show. I do. I'm uh, hosting SOB. Let's go ahead and do the top five because I think that's what people really <laughs> want to hear. Uh, We will start with number five, and this, again, is all according to Joseph Hastings of On3, one of your cohorts, and uh, does an amazing job. He put out the top ten most wanted recruits for the University of Alabama this year. We've already gone through number ten through six in a previous podcast, the one right before this one. So now we're to number five, and that is – I'm a little shocked he's this low, Quay Russell. Uh, This is a guy that's uh, teammates with a guy that will be on the list a little bit later on. He's looking at Alabama. He's Kind of odd I guess it's not odd. I mean we should begin to respect that some of these players are going to begin putting uh historically black colleges and universities on their list. He's got Alabama State as part of his list. I certainly don't think he'll end up there, but I think it's great that some of these players are using their their brand, their name to help get attention to schools like Alabama State and look, even if he doesn't go there, I think just being mentioned with the top ten. Is certainly something that Alabama State appreciates, but Auburn, Florida, Georgia, Miami, Ohio State, Texas, Texas AM, and USC. I think most people believe this will come down to Alabama and Georgia, but Jimmy, you tell me where I'm wrong. No, no,
1: you're not wrong in any of that. I think it is going to be Alabama, Georgia, uh, kind of a, you know, it's going to be one of those two. I would give Georgia a slight edge right now. It's a, it's, it's a long ways from, from decision day. As a matter of fact, I get the impression, I, I don't know this, but I get the impression that with Quay Russell, it, you know, it could come down to December, uh, even signing day itself, before there's a decision. Uh, he's really tight with his uh, with his trainer. Uh, that's who, who seems to be taking him on, on these visits to multiple campuses. Uh, I love this kid as a player, just uh, probably an edge rusher is probably his best position, but I think he's so athletic, Luke. He could play inside. Uh, just makes him a real compelling kid. Uh, one of the best pure football players in the South. Um, no, no, no coincidence then that it might come down to the two best football programs in the South, Alabama and Georgia.
0: And number four, we have a name that everybody's very familiar with if you've been keeping up with Alabama recruiting for some time, because Thompson high school is a big deal and Peter Woods is one of the biggest deals at Thompson high school this year. Um, he is a big, big dude. Uh, I would say, consider him an Alabama lean is very, very fair. Um, he's a top priority. I do find it just like with Quay Russell. Um, I feel like number four on this list is low, but then when I see the ones above him, I'm like, me some of the other names above him. I would say those guys are too low. I mean, the top five, six guys <laughs> in the in uh, this list are. Boy, it's, it's crazy, crazy good. So uh, Peter Woods, right. dude that we really want. And also, I mean, if he were in the adult film industry, it'd be one of the all-time better, better names, wouldn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, that's, be- that's that's way
1: better than Costanza's uh, made-up porn name, Buck Naked. It's way better than that. Uh, <coughs> True. But uh, look, uh, Peter's definitely an Alabama lean. He's a guy to will be almost surprising if he doesn't end up at Alabama. Uh, I hope. You know, my, my worry is people sort of take it for granted. Because he's from Birmingham, because he's been to Tuscaloosa so many times, because he plays at Thompson, it just kind of feels like that word I hate in recruiting the most, you know, a lock. And, and, and hardly anything is ever a lock. Some of the best, you know, programs in the nation are, are recruiting Peter really hard. Uh, I, I think he ends up at Alabama. Uh, I think it's going to be in advance of, of signing down. I don't think this one will, will have to come down to December. But uh, regardless of when it happens, it's such a big pickup for Alabama. And let's remember the nature of this list, Luke. It's 10 most wanted. That's Joseph's opinion of the guys Alabama wants most that aren't already committed. Keep in mind, we got four guys committed like Eli Holstein and, and Elliot Washington and Jaleel Hurley and uh, uh, Pierre, Yonsei Pierre. Uh, those guys are already committed, so, that, so they don't qualify for the list. It's the 10 guys. Alabama would like to have most and boy when uh, you're talking about a, a deep year in state deep year regionally uh yeah the top of that list is going to get crowded and look uh, pretty good
0: yeah and, and um Peter Woods to me is uh one of the must get guys because he has been a lean to Alabama forever and it feels like he's a lock and I'm with you that you know don't ever consider a guy a lock anymore because the, the college football recruiting world is turned on its head but it would be a major disappointment for him not to sign with Alabama at this point, I believe. So, and I think everybody would feel uh, pretty bad about that. So hopefully they can get him in the fold and sooner rather than later. Jimmy, I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody about betonline.net. It's your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup between the Warriors and the Celtics, the NHL hockey conference finals, major league baseball. And of course, the latest fighting news from the MMA and UFC boxing. Battle Line is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website there, use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Battle Line is where the game starts. You can even go there and uh, check out futures for whatever college football, NFL, all that stuff. Then I want to tell you about a listener survey. We have Survey So we can learn more about the listeners locked on podcast even better. is your opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about locked on podcast. Go to locked slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long. And everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10, $100 ticket master gift cards to take your audience survey, go to locked slash survey. And we thank you for your help and a ticket master gift card would be awesome. I went to Garth Brooks last night it was a lot of fun. Um, he, he, the first thing it worried me and we'll get back to the count in a second, but it worried me initially because he started out with some song called all day long that I'd never heard of before. I'm not a big country fan anyway, but I like Garth. And I was like, Oh no, he's not going to do new crap. Is he? I mean, no new crap. And then he went into the oldies and I was like, you know, when you're Garth or you're the Rolling Stones or you U2, or you're, you know, uh, Prince when he was alive, God rest his soul, my favorite artist. Um, you didn't have, now Prince would always make new music. That was his thing. But you could just make a living on singing the 10 to 12 songs we all know and love and never write anything else. Just sing those and we're thrilled to death. I don't want your new shit. I don't want it. So um, just, a, just a little tip, a musical tip out there for all these bands that are incredibly successful, even without my help, I'm giving you a little bit more help uh, to get even more money. Um <laughs> Jimmy, let's uh, talk about the number three player on the 10 most wanted for Alabama, and that is Quay Russell's teammate in James Smith. Um, how about Peter Woods and James Smith back-to-back? I mean, two very, like, pretty bland names. I mean, pretty standard American names, all red-blooded American names. Um, James Smith may be the most uh, common name in American history. It's uh, down to Alabama, Georgia's what people think with James Smith, just like with Quay Russell. Uh, certainly Auburn, Miami, Texas a and are in there, but I do feel like he ends up at Alabama. Jimmy, what say you?
1: Yeah, probably Alabama. I was thinking, though, you know, when Garth Brooks announces, uh, hey, I'm about to do a brand new song. We wrote it We wrote it on the bus on the way over here. Uh, he no longer had friends in low places. He had a lot of friends in the beer line.
0: <laughs> and that's true. Uh, well, I, I thought you were going to go in another direction, say. Garth Brooks gets on the mic and goes, hey, uh, testing, everybody. Um, we had a new song, we We're but we were listening to Locked on Bama. Luke told us not to do it, so here's the here's, here's, uh, kind of rule.
1: <laughs> no, I'm the all same right, way. Uh, ahead with James uh, Smith. I mean, oh, yeah, James Smith. James Smith. Uh, first of all, you know, what's kind of funny about James Smith recruitment is him and Quay Russell have never uh, called themselves a package deal. They've never said, screw it. Uh, we're we're going to college together, Period. Uh, call it a package deal, call it whatever, but we're going to the same place. They have never said that, but it is assumed by everyone. I I mean, you're not going to find someone in college football involved in recruiting, involved in their recruitment, uh, that doesn't believe that Quay, Russell, and James Smith won't go to the same place. They've made, literally, to my understanding is, every single visit, that either has made the campus the other has been there uh, and and it's their their trainer they're trained by the same guy madhouse training in montgomery he, he sort of i uh, think uh, takes them around uh one thing in alabama's favor i noticed on their last trip to alabama the last trip i'm aware of uh mac wilson was there mac wilson is, is trained at home by the same group uh mac has ingratiated himself to these guys and I hear uh, it's a big help for Alabama because you know they get you know someone in the circle that's uh, been there, done that, and 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 Alabama helped put him in the NFL. So uh, probably helpful. And I, I think James Smith and Quay Russ are signed up with Alabama. That's what I think. But unlike Peter Woods, don't use the if you use the word lock and Alabama when it comes to Quay and James, that's just proof you don't follow recruiting because that's absolutely not true. It. They're definitely open to going to someplace other than Alabama. And, in fact, if signing day was tomorrow, my prediction would be Georgia. I just Jimmy, think by, by signing day,
0: it'll be Alabama. Jimmy, is Mac Wilson a postgraduate Saban bot? You know, Jonathan Allen Mack was a Saban bot on campus. Mac Wilson has been more Alabama-centric while he's been in the NFL than he has when, when he was at Alabama, to me.
1: I think you're exactly right, Luke. Uh, I, I think uh, Mac, when he was at Alabama, was sort of uh, uncomfortable. Maybe is the best way to put it. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the best way to put it is. He, he, I know this when he was at Alabama. A lot of people might remember he was constantly on Twitter, Instagram, yeah. you know, a lot of social media stuff. And at that time it really uh, turned Alabama staff off. I, I, I don't think that's something that the staff likes to see. They like a little more Saban bot and less, I mean, Nick Saban doesn't even know what Twitter is. Uh, now fast forward a few years, I, I think Alabama staff has lightened up on that. Uh, I think they understand it better. They understand how it can help the program better. And I think they understand how how, how a lot of kids really enjoy their time. Uh, Jaheem Otis is on social media a lot. I don't, I don't think the staff cares. So. Uh, I I think the staff's changed and and with it, Mac has, I I think it's very common for people once they're finished with school to look back on school and realize school did a lot more for them than they realized at that time. Uh, So yeah, I I like that observation. And it is funny. uh, Mac is probably a really good recruiter for Alabama. Now Uh, I'm not so sure when he was at Alabama, he would have been the best recruiting host, to be
0: honest. No, I'm with you on that. Um, And I just, I just found it interesting that he is. It's going to be our new terminology for him. That's our new nickname. Young. This is a running back we've talked about that will we all believe will be committing to Alabama at some point in the moderate future, moderately near future, and um, I, I think he's the best running back in the country. I, Again, I I can't proclaim to have seen every running back, but the ones I've seen, I feel like Richard Young is the best. He seems like a Saban running back to me, Uh, big, strong, fast, and um, just sort of a power back, but also got some speed. I like Richard Young a lot. Do you think he ends up in this class?
1: I do. i have officially RPM Richard Young to Alabama. I'm standing by that.
0: And and even though
1: I've predicted it, that doesn't diminish uh, what I believe. Would be one of the biggest pickups for Alabama in the class. Outstanding five star back. I mean, I think the best thing I can say about him, and and not necessarily going through, you know, the breakdown of his tape, but just the best thing I can say is Alabama has signed five star backs under Nick Saban. I'll name a couple like Najee Harris, uh, TJ Yeldon, uh, Damian Harris, uh, uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, You know, there's been a lot of five star backs under Nick, right? I think Richard Young, as a high school prospect, uh, deserves to be in the same paragraph with those guys. I, I think it's fair to say, you know, Derrick Henry, uh, Najee Harris, Richard Young. I mean, I, I think he's that good or that talented. It has that sort of ceiling. And uh, it would be a really, really big pickup. Uh, and all indications are it's Alabama at this point.
0: And finally, the number one player on this list may be a shock to some considering – uh, you know, we've already run down Quay Russell, James Smith, Peter Woods. I mean, th- th- these are dudes that um, we all really love and like, and, and they're from uh, they're from the state of Alabama. You would think they'd be higher on the list. Uh, but Caleb Downs out of Georgia has safety, and Alabama truly needs one. Look, you mentioned Elliot Washington as part of this class. He, It sounds like he's all but decommitted. And, you know, Absolutely. he's done everything but decommit. Um, now, he may still end up in this class, but I think that um, – you know, more defensive backs would be a super big positive uh for right. the Crimson Tide, and They need a badass safety again. And Caleb Downs fits that bill.
1: The more I've thought about the Elliott Washington thing, the more I think I think what's happened there is uh what makes sense to me is Elliott Washington, uh, who is still committed to Alabama and he's on all the lists on 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 Bama on three and BOL and Bama Insider. I mean he's listed as a commitment. So he's still committed to Alabama. But I think with his uh what he was saying the other day is my interpretation of it is uh, if you have a huge NIL deal to offer, my DMS are open. So, I I mean, that's my, I mean, that's, that's what I think he's saying. And yeah, it's it's hard to blame him, you know, really. I mean, but I I think that's literally, Hey, I'm still committed to Alabama, but if you've got a big NIL deal to offer, uh, hit me up, hit me up, man. Um, Now, Caleb Downs, is definitely one of my favorite kids in the class nationally. His film is unbelievable. This is the younger brother of North Carolina wide receiver Josh Downs, who's one of the best college football players in the country. Caleb uh, is an even better prospect than Josh was coming out of high school. You know, safety, it's sort of like the NFL draft, Luke, where safeties kind of get short shrift, right? I mean, in the in the draft, uh, you know, safeties are devalued. Inside linebackers devalued. Offensive guards devalued. And you never see them rated real high well, here's a safety, and he's number one on the most wanted list, and I don't dispute it one bit. I think Joseph got that exactly right. That just goes to show how special this kid is because you would almost, just like the draft, you'd almost just never see a safety atop this list. But but Caleb is exactly that good. And and look, I, I think even with stars uh, and rankings, the best way to evaluate a prospect is who wants them and and i think the three best college football programs in the united states right now are alabama, georgia and ohio state and and what three programs are fighting to the death over Caleb Downs alabama,
0: georgia and ohio state.
1: so yeah, th- this this kid's really good. He's 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 a five star plus.
0: i definitely with you and I would love to have him. I, I think he's going to be down to the wire and I'm worried whenever you're battling those three it feels like it's 33% across the board and um I feel like they probably feel the same way. Like when you're battling Alabama, it's a tough one. But
1: my guess you, is Georgia. My guess is Georgia, but but the thing is, much like Quay Russell and James Smith, he's absolutely open to leaving the state. So this yeah. is not a hey, he's not gonna leave home. Why leave home when you can play for Georgia? No, no. He 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 may very well end up at Ohio State. I mean, this yeah. is a kid that he is open to leaving, but uh, you
0: know, for all throwing a dollar in the hat right now, uh, I, I'm gonna say Georgia. Jimmy, I want to tell everybody about Built Bar. I've about finished up my, my latest round of Built Puffs, the birthday cake. They're unbelievable. I love them. And now they've got this new caramel brownie. Don't you love a chewy chocolatey brownie? We all do. Mm-hmm. What about a caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top? So good. What if I told you you can have that, all that stuff, the chewy chocolatey, the caramel deliciousness, all that, plus 17 grams of protein. You're in luck because that's the caramel brownie Built Bar that you can get at built.com right now. And you got to act fast because they are a fan last forever. Forget about dessert. These are better than dessert. Plus, the macros are unreal. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 4 grams of sugar. I would replace a regular brownie with Built's Caramel Brownie Bar in a heartbeat. I'm telling you, there are a million reasons that you should try Built Bars, but for now, let's just say that the Caramel Brownie, it will rock your world. That's not an understatement or an overstatement. They say, That's what it meant to say. They just mistyped on overstay. Them. Go to built.com. Use promo code lock 15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code lock 15 for 15% off your order at built.com. Also want to tell everybody about locked on NBA big board. The draft will be coming up before you know it. You need to go make this your second listen. You can find out about JD Davison or any other player they're interested in. Chet Holmgren. Uh, Pablo Banchero, G- uh, Javari Smith, whatever. Locked on NBA Big Board Podcast. Raphael Barlow, Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Thief Thulin. Leaf Thulin. My dude is Thief Lulin. I don't know. doesn't matter. Give fans an end-up look at the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and, of course, Big Boards. Follow NBA Big Board every day on the Audacity app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. You can do that. Uh, Leaf Thulin, I'm very sorry. I, I don't really know you. I just know I can't pronounce your name very well. A cool last name, cool ass name, and uh, JD Davidson getting a little more, a little more first round talk these
1: days than he no. was a month ago.
0: Yeah, and that's good. And I want him to get the first round, you know, just selfishly for um, Alabama, but also for him. I'm I followed him since high school with the HSA radio network, and I'm I'm a JD Davison fan. I know some people feel like he underachieved at Alabama, but you know what? He's only there for a year, guys. He's up. Um. All right, Jimmy, we're going to talk about this Brian Harson podcast. I mean, literally, we got about three minutes, but I just want to rant. Um, to me, it's it's just a terrible idea, and here's why: you can't learn anything that you didn't already know because the head coach is not going to divulge any secrets. Anything you really want to know from an actual podcast, this is the this is listening to um, a, a sitting president like Joe Biden give an interview uh, about any topic. It's going to be bland. It's going to be cookie cutter. It's going to be exactly what you think it is. That's what podcasts like this are. People want to listen to a podcast like Locked on Bama or Locked on Auburn because you and I and Zach Blackerby over at Locked on Auburn, we're going to give opinions. We're going to be able to tell you what we really think, even if it's not uh, PC necessarily. We're going to be able to tell you what we really believe. And lots of times our stuff's going to fall in line with what you believe. Lots of times it won't and it'll create debate. Brian Harsin or any football coach, I'm not picking on Brian Harsin, any football coach who has a podcast is only, unless it's Mike Leach, is only going to be able to tell you things like, hey, we're out there working our tails off. We're giving 110% sweating through the day, and then he's going to have his offensive coordinator on. What are you doing? Well, we're working our tails off. We're working 112%. We're just giving it all we got every single day. Everybody works so hard, and they love each other, and the chemistry is amazing. Nobody's going to get on there and say, You know, our running back coach doesn't like our running backs or our linebackers (laughs) hate our defensive backs. Nobody's going to do that because they can't. Is why you would want this podcast. If I were out there and some people are saying, this is Brian Harson's way, I'm trying to connect with his fans. Then I would have Brian Harson say, okay, I'm going to find me some underling that's an underling of an underling and he's going to start a podcast. And he's going to be able to put some word out there that I want to give him. I will give him some tidbits, but they will not know it comes from me. And we will be able to do it that way. But he'll also be able to give some juicy nuggets that people want to listen to. Because my inclination is, if you listen to this podcast the first time, you've listened to it for the hundredth time. Because it's going to be the same shit every single time. Jimmy, tell me I'm wrong. No, I, I'm with you. Uh, I am I'm I'm, I'm I'm in
1: the... I can't imagine that it's that it's too entertaining or too informative, and 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 podcasts need to be one or the other or ideally both, right? Uh, entertaining uh, and informative, and, and there's so much the head coach can't say, so I doubt it's informative. And Harson doesn't appear to be, you know, uh, Chris Rock level hilarious. I can't imagine that it's entertaining. So I, I'm with you. I don't really get what's going on. Plus, Harson needs to be doing other things to improve his program other than spending time podcasting. So I I don't really get it. I just am glad to be, I'm just glad we have another addition to our uh, proud network here uh, over at Auburn and Brian Harson and uh, locked on losing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm going to tell you, I am one as an Alabama fan. I'm 100% behind this idea because every minute he does any podcasting, he's not recruiting. And so I'm see, And I know some people may come back, well, you know, whenever you do one of those uh, press conferences that Saban got up there and set the world on fire, uh, those are usually pretty, um, you know, milk toast. That's true. Number one, though, it's Nick Saban. Number two, Nick Saban did that in a very calculated manner, and he was able to take the blowback and actually came out on top of that whole thing, if you ask me. Brian Harsin can't come out and say something like that. He will be eviscerated. And his podcast will be over, and he'll probably be fired. They tried to fire him with zero evidence of him doing anything wrong to begin with. So my point is that it, if people perceive you as um, uninteresting, which I think most of the co- nobody's been able to sink their teeth into this guy yet. There's nothing that like super stands out, right? He's Brian Arson looks like he'd be an amazing husband, you know, a great dad. I mean, he's he's got this, he's strong physique, all this stuff. But he's just, he looks like a guy who would be an accountant. You know, he, he's going to come, he's going to have a drink with you, and he's going to go home, tuck the kids in, and everybody's in bed by nine. He doesn't look like a very interesting coach to talk to. Uh, I mean, I don't mean that in a mean way. He looks like a great dude. He really does. To me, I think he looks like a super dude. But my point is, going on a podcast with anything controversial or against the grain, the um, the – Reputation of he's just an average dude. That's not going to help. That you know what I mean.
1: I am Brian Harson, and welcome to Locked On My Buyout. <laughs> uh, uh, I am Locked On My Buyout, and that's what we'll be discussing today. Joining me funny. will be if joining me will be my my
0: CPA and my tax lawyer, <laughs> guys. And all we're going to do for 30 minutes is just say what my actual buyout is as of this taping. Because
1: it's going to be a couple dollars more at the end end of the podcast than it is at the beginning. So uh, welcome to Locked On Returning to the Far West. (laughs)
0: Locked on moving companies that don't mind driving cross-country. Locked Um, on the
1: train back to Boise. (laughs) All
0: right, buddy, that's going to do it for this episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more Bama-centric stuff. And until then, everybody, roll tide. Huge recruiting week coming up. Roll Tide.